Welcome back to the H&H Hour. My name is Heather Taves, and I am one of your co-hosts, and this is my other beautiful co-host, Heidi Bolt. Hello, listeners. Thanks for joining us. We're excited for this episode. We've got some fun stuff going on, Heather. I know. You know, for people who are new, yes, and maybe this is not, maybe this is their first episode, mm-hmm. or they've just listened a couple times, they need to know something really important about us. Okay. We are sisters. This is true. And best friends. Yep. And we've been that way for, well, I'm four years older than you. Mm-hmm. So really, since you were born, yep. we've been best friends. Yes. Which is so cool that God gives us this opportunity to do this. But that's why we might say things a lot alike. This is true. There Actually, there are listeners that have told us they actually cannot sometimes tell which one of us is speaking. Tell our voices Which apart. is funny because mm-hmm. we do have very different tone. Mm-hmm. But um, they have said we sometimes are not sure which one of you is speaking. Yeah. I love so, it. That's so funny. Maybe they you're t- one of those those listeners. But you don't know. <laughs> when one of us is telling a story, you're not sure who it is. Yeah. They tell us that at church, too, when we use the microphone and they have to s- switch our levels. Right. That we have similar tones yeah. on the microphone. So yeah. that's just a little tidbit for those of you who might be new. Yeah. So Heidi, tell us a little bit about, we've been working on something really cool for the yeah. podcast. We've been podcasting now for a little over a year, mm-hmm. and we really knew nothing about podcasting when we started. I mean, we were sitting on our couch Googling <laughs> right. like the basics. Thank God for YouTube I know. and Google. I know. It's so amazing that we live in a world today where if you have an idea, mm-hmm. you can self-teach yourself. Yes. Anything. Mm-hmm. You can just go and figure it out. And so that's what we've done. But we've yeah. now entered a new exciting phase mm-hmm. um, of having sponsors, yeah. people that want to partner with us and that say, we believe in what you're doing and we want to come alongside and advertise and be a sponsor for your show, which just makes us feel so excited. Yeah. And well, super honored that there are these other people with businesses and ideas that want to come alongside yes. um, to just to reach people. Yes. So yes. that's really exciting. Um, so yeah, this is a fun new season, Heather, and I would love to tell you about today's sponsor. Okay. That's okay? great. Please do. Okay. So today's sponsor is, um, she's a sweet, sweet woman. I love her. Um, her name is Rosie Boone, and she is sponsoring the H&H Hour with her in-home business called Beauty Counter. Yes. And the reason I want to tell you about Beauty Counter is because you, sweet listeners, have been on my journey of health mm. over the last year of figuring out what I was going through. And, you know, I, I was very vulnerable and honest with you about mm-hmm. some of the things I had to walk through. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, when I started to get answers for my struggles, there was a hormone imbalance, mm-hmm. um, some postpartum issues. Mm-hmm. I started realizing that I, for this season, had to be really, really careful about all of the products I was using, right. specifically on my body. Right. And like you had to stop wearing perfume and yeah. using certain products yeah. on your skin. Yeah. So like my perfume, I had to go to an all-natural perfume instead right. of something with toxins. Right. And, um, I had to start using all-natural toothpaste mm-hmm. instead of the something off the shelf mm-hmm. that had who knows what in mm-hmm. it. Um, and so I st- had been using some skincare that wasn't natural. And I one day saw Rosie post and I thought, oh yeah, that's something I haven't switched yet. Mm-hmm. I'd switched almost everything else. And um, so I I messaged her and I just said, hey, you know, Rosie, I really need to start using skincare that is safe mm-hmm. and has nothing added that is going to make my journey to health more difficult. Right. And she said, oh, I really think you'll love these products. Mm-hmm. And so I ordered a set of skincare mm-hmm. and I do. I absolutely mm-hmm love them. That's so great. So, and I, I love finding products that I both, that, that are both natural and work. Right. Because sometimes they're natural, but you're like, is this working? It's not helping with the wrinkles. Right. Yeah. 
Right. So yeah, so I'm super excited to to get to honestly say, Heather, this is a product we're promoting that I actually love. Yes. Love, love, love it. Yes. So and I just have to say, my very favorite product right now from them is called their cleansing balm. Okay. And it is every winter I have dry skin. And yeah. this cleansing balm is amazing. I have not had any dry skin on my face. Mm-hmm. I want to like start slathering it on my arms <laughs> and legs. Yeah. But um, this this winter, as I've used it, I have not had any dry skin that's on my awesome. face, which that's here in central yeah, Illinois. That's, that's pretty, pretty impressive. impressive. That is. That yeah. Is. So Rosie Boone of Beauty Counter is okay. sponsoring today's episode. Yes. And awesome. you can find all her information on our social media, mm-hmm. Instagram, and our Facebook page. Yeah. Speaking of Facebook, we need to send our listeners to Facebook to find us. True. Because we just, we've been fighting this. We've been saying, no, we won't have Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Um, Partially because it's just one more thing to keep up. Yeah. You know, and busy lives and trying mm-hmm. to keep everything going. But we have We're caved. there now. <laughs> we have caved. And we've said, okay, we hear you loud and clear. Um, so the H&H Hour does have a Facebook page now. Mm-hmm. You just search the H&H Hour and it'll come right up. And it's very, right now, it's very bare bones because right. we're um, working on some things to get that built up and it will come, I promise, but one little step at a time. But Rosie's information for Beauty Counter will be on our social media, yep. on Instagram and Facebook. You can find it there. And she's going to be our sponsor moving forward over the next several episodes. Mm-hmm. And so we will have some giveaways. Yeah, uh, We will have more information coming in the following episodes. Yes. So feel free to click on her link. And when you do so, be sure to let her know that you heard about her through the H&H Hour. Yeah. Well, Heidi, I am really excited about what we're going to talk about today because it is something that's just been a word and a thought that's been resonating in my mind for a little while now. And I want to start off with just reading something from 2 Thessalonians You know, in your Bible, not every Bible, but in a lot of Bibles, there's kind of a synopsis before the the verse and the chapter start, Mm -hmm. before the actual Word of God starts. There's sort of a little bit of an explanation of what the book is. And I love this so much. Um, In 2 Thessalonians, in my Bible, it says, good communication is essential for understanding one another's thoughts. Often the message we receive is not the message the other person intended to send. Hmm. This is what happened with Paul's first letter to the Thessalonians. In his first letter, Paul had explained that Christ could return at any moment, but apparently some believers misunderstood this to mean that they should stop working and simply wait for Christ to come back. Oh, wow. (laughs) And it goes on to say that Paul had to basically write a second letter to set the record straight. Yes. (laughs) To communicate clearly what his actual purpose of writing the first letter to them was. Okay. Um, And then it ends by saying, therefore, in light of Christ's sure return, Christians should lead lives that are above reproach. Mm. So there's so much in that that I want to unpack today. The first first is that very first line. Good communication is essential for understanding one another's thoughts. Don't you just feel like everyone listening could just say amen right now? Yes. I I, pr- I promise, and I don't even know every single one of you, but I promise that every one of us <laughs> mm-hmm. have faced probably in the last few days uh-huh. disappointment or letdown or struggle because of a miscommunication. That's right. Yes. Whether it be with a spouse or a family member or at work or yep. a boss. Or a child. Or <laughs> a, yes. Yeah. It, we all know what it's like yeah. to not have someone communicate with us clear, clearly or to communicate and have it be misunderstood. Yes. I mean, and so I read that and I'm like, I am so happy about this right now because I am in the company of Paul. Like, 
he wrote something that was brilliant Mm -hmm. and from the Lord and they misunderstood him. Right. And so, you know, we can say something and it can come from such a good, pure place in our heart and people might misunderstand it. Yeah. They might misinterpret it. Yeah. Um, And so I just think it's so, oh, it's so good for us to realize that First of all, the people in the Bible were very human. Yeah. You know, we read this and we often put them on this pedestal. Yeah. Of like, well, they're, they're, they've achieved sainthood. They're they in the Bible, so they up. must be perfect. Yeah. They must never have misunderstood anything. You know, and that is just so not true. They are human beings just like you and I are. Mm-hmm. Very ordinary people that God used in extraordinary ways. Right. Um, so just that reminder of that. But then I love at the end where it says Christians should leave li- lead lives that are above reproach. Mm. And I thought, you know, do we – make choices that pertain to that. Hmm. Do we lead lives that are above reproach? Do our every single day lives reflect that? Hmm. So what do you think that means, Heidi? Because that's kind of a, a wordy. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a, I mean, it's kind of a, like a biblical a Christian term. word. Like, <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Yeah. You live, live a life, that, life that's above reproach. Yeah. I, I th- well, for me, what it means is a, would be a life that would be worthy of Jesus walking in the room at any moment. Mm. And him and you not feeling embarrassed mm. or like, oh, this right. doesn't fit. Right. Um, <clears throat> I think it's it it is godliness. Mm-hmm. It's holiness. It's words that we can kind of tend to shy away from. Yeah. Because they sound old school. Yeah. And they sound stifling. Uh huh. It sounds like oh, if I do that, I'm never gonna have any fun again. Right. Like I can't um, live up to this, so I'm not even gonna try. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know. Like, if I try to be godly, that means I'm just going to have to sit around in my house and read the Bible for the rest of my life and right. never do anything mm-hmm. fun. Yep. Um, and that's not what it means. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's always, Heather, coming back to our hearts. It's always coming back to our heart issue mm-hmm. of the posture of our heart, the position of our heart, mm-hmm. of um, truly desiring God in everything. Mm-hmm. You know, wanting God to be in the details of your kids' schooling, the mm-hmm. details of if you're homeschooling them, wanting him to be in the everyday detail of your business dealings, mm-hmm. you know, being willing to be the sales guy or the sales girl mm-hmm. that doesn't cut the shady corner, but that goes, no, this is the right decision. Mm-hmm. This is the character mm-hmm. overgrowth. Um, and so I'm going to do it that way. Like yeah. that's being above reproach in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so truly letting – like knowing, because God is all knowing, God is all seeing, knowing that he could physically walk through the door at any moment in any area of your life and you not feel like you've got to hide, hide something. or shy mm-hmm. away or be embarrassed about yeah. Yeah. the way you're walking that out. Right. And not because Jesus would turn his back on us or not because he would, I mean, he knows we're sinners. He knows we're going to mess up. He, Absolutely. Like, there, he does not, he never expects us to be perfect. Um, but in wanting to please him yeah, and being so your heart, so tied to his mm. that your heart's desire is to please him is to yeah. walk in, in as much obedience to him as you possibly can. Yeah. I would, I would add too. I very much agree with that. I would add, I don't think above reproach or righteous living or godly living, all of those words, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean perfect living. Yeah. It means he knows we're human. Yeah. It means a uh, humility yeah. before God to let him work things out of us that shouldn't be there. Yeah. And every day going, okay, God, I'm on this journey with you. It's a, a lot of times Christians will call it like a walk with God. Yeah. Like being a Christian is a walk with God. That's it's not right. a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. And so 
that leads me to go, okay, we're, we're journeying. Every day we're stepping forward. Mm-hmm. So every day there's going to be probably something that I have to begin mm-hmm. to work out of myself yeah. and let God mm-hmm. work out of me. And I think a lot of times, again, with these words, we almost think it's a list of rules of do's and don'ts. And I know we can relate to that because we grew up um, with some teaching and some different groups that we were in and some churches that we were in and stuff where it was like, these are the do's and these are the don'ts. Yeah. And you attain holiness by following this list of do's or don'ts. Right. And that's just false. Right. That's religion. Mm-hmm. And there are things, yes, being above reproach means that there are times when you will say, no, I will choose not to do this right. or I will choose to do this because I am a Christ follower, because I mm-hmm. love the Lord. But it's not... We have messed this up by saying, here's the list of do's and don'ts, and that equals holiness, or that equals living above reproach. Heather, I think of a story um, years ago. I I don't even know what year it was, because I don't remember when this couple got married, but there was a young couple in our our circle, and well, we were leaders at a church that they attended, Mm -hmm. and Kip got invited to this guy's bachelor party. You know, Kip and I have just a really open communication about our marriage and life. And so he had said to me, he's like, you know, I got invited to this guy's bachelor party and he ended up deciding, I think it was a baseball game they were going to go to and barbecue or something. I don't remember. Um, so they did those events and then a group of the guys had had gotten really drunk and they, you know, kind of, there were some non-Christ followers in the group that were kind of spearheading some decisions and they said, hey guys, let's like, let's all go to the club. And so even some of the guys that claimed Jesus Mm -hmm. just kind of followed suit. Mm -hmm. And I remember Kip said, he's like, you know, here I was in downtown St. Louis, Mm -hmm. you know, by myself, it was midnight or whatever. And he goes, I just, they all started loading into the taxis and he's like, guys, I'm going to catch you tomorrow. I'm heading back to the hotel. Mm -hmm. And they all started to razz him. Mm -hmm. Oh, come on, man. Party Mm -hmm. pooper, you know, lame. And he's like, nope, I'm going to head back. And I don't even remember what he said specifically to them, but he told me later, like, obviously I honor my wife. Obviously I honor God. Mm -hmm. That's a decision I was going to stick to. Yeah. So the rest of them all went off and who knows what. And then um, quite a few years later, we got a message from one of the guys that was in the group that night. And he said, he's like, watching Kip make that bold decision. Mm. One, it so convicted me Mm -hmm. because he's like, I should have been right there behind him Mm -hmm. going, yep, I agree with Mm -hmm. Kip and I'm going to do what Kip's doing. He said, but I went along with the other guys and he's like, to this day, I have conviction over the fact that I did not stand the ground Mm -hmm. that Kip stood Mm -hmm. and I should have. And that's what I think of things like that, like living above reproach to go, no, man, this this decision doesn't fit my moral character. Mm-hmm. This doesn't honor my wife. Mm-hmm. This doesn't honor God. This doesn't honor myself. Mm-hmm. And so in the face of, you know, a dozen other guys making fun of you. Right. But so many years later, that guy still remembers Kip standing that alone. decision. Mm-hmm. And him, him going, you know, guys, and not – not judging all of them, not yeah. making them feel horrible right. for their decisions, but going, this just doesn't fit. This, this doesn't work right, for me. Right. So that's what I think of. Yeah, that's so good. And I think it can be even something so small. Like that that was a pretty big yeah. thing Yeah. that he had to make that decision yeah. and that choice in front of a lot of guys. You mm-hmm. know, it would have been a lot easier to just get in the car mm-hmm. with them and go. But this so applies to our every single day too mm-hmm. when we're – hanging out with a girlfriend yeah. and the talk turns to, you know, nagging 
gossip gossip about our husbands or things like that or talking about someone else and then you know just going yeah this that i cannot yeah i cannot say that i follow jesus and then have this conversation come out of my mouth yeah um you know and so living above reproach to me is just choosing your words wisely being wise in what you say yes to and what your actions are and what you what you show other people about how you truly walk with God. Yeah. Well, and it's tax season right now. Yeah. And and tax season brings up that human side of so many people um to to try and skip out yeah. on the things Trick that the are system. Yeah, yeah, things that are possible. Mm-hmm. And I think just remembering, you know, God sees our hearts. Yeah. Like God is such a good provider mm-hmm. and when we are really upfront and honest because this is the system we're in. This mm-hmm. is the country we're in. So we we have to choose to abide by the laws. Mm-hmm. And when we're honest about that, it opens the door for God mm-hmm. to just, if you're faithful in the small areas, mm-hmm. he's going to bless you in the larger areas. Yes, that's so good. And so I think that's, you know, it's those every day, every year we're faced with that, like, you know, being just upfront and honest and mm-hmm. above reproach, as God's word says. Mm-hmm. And it create such a witness in us yeah. just by simply how we choose to live our lives. Yeah. We don't have to stoop to mm-hmm. what the world says is normal yeah. or acceptable. Like yeah. we are called to a higher standard right. as followers of Jesus. And yeah. that's, that's not always easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I tell my kids all the time, you will, you will have to stand alone. You will have to be at some point in your life, mm-hmm. they're going, there's going to be something where you'll be the only one. Right. And do you choose to go God's way or do you choose to go the world's way? Yeah. Yeah. And we've talked about on very recent episodes of the the fruits in our lives. And yeah. that's how people know that we belong to Jesus. Yeah, that's right. And so, you know, you don't even have to say things like, hey, I'm I'm choosing to make a decision that's above reproach. Mm-mm. They just know by your actions. That's right. By by the way you live your life, yeah. man, this is someone that I can I can trust them. I can mm-hmm. respect them. Mm-hmm. I, I I want to honor the things that they're honoring mm-hmm. because they're doing it the way Jesus would yeah. would have them yeah. do it. That's so good. Or at least attempting to. Yeah. You know, we all fall yeah. short. Oh, for, for sure. Sh- yes, absolutely. But- well, and then I thought it was so cool just right before that part in Second Thessalonians is First Thessalonians. Imagine <laughs> that. And it's in the very last chapter in five. And this is really what got me thinking about this whole thing. Um, I had had in just two days, there had been five or six instances. Some of them were my own experiences and some of them were things that other people told me or other experiences that they had that I got to be a part of watching this happen. And it was all about God's faithfulness. Yeah. Okay. And some of these were things that people had been praying for or wrestling with for years and years and years. Mm. And then then got an answer. Mm. And for me, some of them were things that had been ongoing things for a while. And I just saw God's faithfulness to show up, to like give me that answer or to be there in that time that I needed it. Um, And this is what I had read. This was last week. Now may the God of peace make you holy in every way. And may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless until our Lord Jesus Christ comes again. God will make this happen for he who calls you is faithful. Mm -hmm. And I read it in another translation, that last part, and it says, faithful is he who calls you and he will also bring it to pass. Mm -hmm. And I thought, how beautiful is it 
that God remains faithful to us. Yeah. We might walk away. We might stray away, but he stays faithful. Mm-hmm. And it's not our job to make his faithfulness come true in our lives, right. to come to pass in our lives. He's just faithful. That's mm-hmm. part of his character. That's part of who he is. Yeah. And if we rest in that and we trust in that, and we've talked about this a lot before, but we live in such a society where we want things right away. We mm-hmm. want answers right away. Microwave, you know, society, Instagram. Mm-hmm. We can mm-hmm. instantly, we can take a picture and put the filter on and make ourselves look more beautiful. <laughs> you know, everything's instantaneous. Yeah. God is not. Mm-hmm. He can be. Right. But what I found in my life is that he is just steady and faithful. And when I choose to, you know, sit in that, when I choose to sort of the draft that comes off of God, like the faithfulness draft, if I choose to just sit in that and say, God, you are faithful Mm -hmm. and I'm just going to sit here in your faithfulness and I'm going to be faithful to you and I'm going to let you Mm -hmm. bring it to pass. It's, It's such a beautiful beautiful thing it's peaceful mm-hmm. it's yeah and that's what this says may the god of peace right it's the acknowledgement that no matter what you're walking through god's god's already prepared this yep. this place in this time mm-hmm. for you knowing you'd walk through it knowing you journey through mm-hmm. it and um it really is i think somebody asked me just yesterday at church about something we had been walking through and you know we're like were you nervous about it were you were you frustrated and i i just said you know i mean honestly i just really really wanted what god wanted mm-hmm. and so no matter how it panned out i was fine with that mm-hmm. you know i just really wanted to be in the exact space god wanted me to be in and I mean, that's genuinely where it's so refreshing to to mm-hmm. be there. Mm-hmm. You know, I love what you said that that draft of God. Mm-hmm. You know, this like that 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 breeze. Mm-hmm. It's refreshing yeah. and it's it's life giving. And um, there's there's no other space I'd rather be in. And he doesn't. We don't always get the answer that we want from him, and no. we we almost never get it in the timing that we want. Right. But there's also purpose in that. Mm-hmm. And when we can rest in that and acknowledge that, sometimes it just takes us going, okay, God, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm going to trust you. Mm-hmm. And then when you do reveal whatever this is to me, that's okay. It's right. in your timing. But this is a, it was a big deal to me. Um, and I know everyone can relate to the, you have something like this in your life, mm-hmm. but with the busy life that I lead right now and all of the all of the things that we have going on, homeschooling my kids, which I take very seriously and yeah. I know you do too. It's not just like, hey, throw them some papers and wing it. I mean, right. it's hours of preparation every week and yeah. then hours spent right. teaching them. So yeah. it's a lot, a big chunk of my, it's like I'm working full time right. basically right. without getting any pay for it except yeah. for, you know, <laughs> hugs and kisses, <laughs> their love. Yeah. Um. So that and then all of the ministry things that we do. Mm-hmm. My time is was just disappearing. I was like, everybody has the same 24 hours in a day. I just feel like mine goes so fast, mm-hmm. you know? And I looked at my husband and I said, when we sell our little rental house, because mm-hmm. we have this little rental house that we're kind of struggling with what to do with it, and could I hire a house cleaner? Because, mm-hmm. like, I just needed some help, yeah. you know? And I think five years ago, maybe even – Maybe a little bit longer ago than that, I might have been too proud mm-hmm. to hire, hire a house cleaner. Okay. Because I can do this myself. Yeah. And I don't want someone else coming into my space. Yeah. One, seeing my dirt. <laughs> I mean, that maybe I'm the only person in the world, but like that's that's hard for me. Yeah. Okay. And um, giving up control. Okay. So, but I recognize that my time is very valuable mm-hmm. and I have to have some help somewhere in my life. Yeah. 
And so he looked at me and he said, okay, yeah, that's a great plan. You know, when we sell the Gale house, that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a great idea. Well, the very next day, because this is not, this is something with this little house that we've had going on for a long time. Yeah. And so it, it, I knew that it could still be a very long time for right. this to happen. <laughs> the very next day, he texts me and he says, this particular thing just happened at work. His pay got increased a little bit in a certain area. Let's use that to hire a house cleaner. Oh. It was the very next day. <laughs> yeah. And I just thought, like, that's God. <laughs> how good is our God yeah. to go, okay, my intentions in this were very pure. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to hire a house cleaner so I could sit on my couch and watch Netflix and eat bonbons. <laughs> I don't even know what bonbons are. It's just what people say. But, chocolate. Dark chocolate. Okay. Dove chocolate. Um, but God knew. Yeah. And he answered. And to me, that was God's faithfulness, but it was also my faithfulness to him all these years of doing ministry and doing all the hard things, you know, by myself and then him going, okay, I got you, Heather. Yeah. I'm going to provide this so that you can continue to do what I've called you to do. Yeah. Heather, that, I love that story so much because it is, um, I, I use the term a lot, uh, like favor. Yeah. you know, God's favor. Um, and I'll often hear someone tell a story about God. And my first thought is, yeah, that's God's favor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And and yes, that's his faithfulness. Mm-hmm. And I, I do believe, like God's word says that he delights mm-hmm. in blessing his children. And I really yeah. do believe that. Giving good gifts. Yeah. And I believe it even more now that I'm a mom, mm-hmm. because I know how much I delight in seeing my kids, um, not even just stuff, but seeing my kids so joyful over right, something, right. you know, watching them delight in something right. and knowing that I had a part of yes. providing that. Yes. I love that. So I know that is exactly how God the mm-hmm. Father feels, mm-hmm. just on a much bigger scale. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I also think, Heather, one thing I want to talk about, and it can be super brief, but I think it would be so easy for, let's say, someone 15 years behind you yeah. to look at your life and to go, okay, well, Okay, she's got all these amazing ministry opportunities and she's running in her in her lane that's her passion right. and and she's doing all these amazing things and and I just feel like I I just I don't know my purpose and mm-hmm. I don't know my place and I'm struggling to to feel important mm-hmm. and I'm struggling to nobody sees me as a leader. Mm-hmm. Um I I guess my thought on that would be the hours and the hours mm-hmm. and the hours mm-hmm. behind mm-hmm. all that they see right now. Right is alone time with God, mm-hmm. is faithfulness in the really, really small things, yep. in in the jobs and the journeys and the and the positions and the callings and the visions that, that weren't your thing. That's right. You know, um, we used to joke one time that you guys, you and Chris should write a book that would be called mm-hmm. Donuts to Deacons. Mm-hmm. And if you're not familiar with church terms, a deacon is someone that helps lead the church mm-hmm. because you guys were in this season where you were both picking up the donuts on Sunday morning mm-hmm. and the deacons part of helping lead the church. Right. And so, and doing everything in between. And so I just want to, like, as you referenced that, I want to remind people that so, 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 so often the favor that people are seeing God pour on mm-hmm. you isn't just an overnight thing. Right. It's not like God's going, Heather, I'm going to bless you. And so-and-so, I'm not going to bless you mm-hmm. just because I like Heather a little bit more. Absolutely. A lot of it is the work you yep. have put in. Yep. Mm-hmm. You have done the hard work. Yep. You have done the faithfulness to God. Mm-hmm. You have put the exercise into motion mm-hmm. for your spiritual well-being. You've served and served and served and served and served. 
And some of what people are seeing now as mm-hmm. an almost 40-year-old woman right. mm-hmm. is the fruit yeah, of your right. faithfulness to God. Uh-huh. 100%. And so I just want to encourage maybe some of those listeners that yes. are struggling to, yes. to find their thing. Absolutely. Um, like put in the hard work. Yeah. You know, be faithful in the thing God's put in front of you right now. Don't bail. Right. You know, God just put this in your court. Yeah. Don't bail on this. Yeah. Like fulfill this, do it well, do it with excellence. And it might not be your thing. It might not be. I remember very early on in ministry for me, in church ministry for me, I had to create a room for babies and be in charge of scheduling the nursery. And that is like so far down on my list of things (laughs) that I would want to do or that I feel called to. Yeah. But you know what? I did it and I did it with excellence. Yeah. And I did it until God raised up the next person yeah. who came along, who came along behind me and said, "This is my passion. Yeah, I do want to run with this." Yeah. And that that's really been the theme of my life is I am a visionary, mm-hmm. so I'm really good at getting things going mm-hmm. and then passing them on to someone mm-hmm. and going to the next thing. But that's God has caused or has allowed me or asked me or chosen me or demanded of me mm-hmm. sometimes to do things that I really did not want to do, yeah. things that I did not feel comfortable doing, yeah. and. My heart was always, okay, Lord, mm-hmm. yes, Lord, yeah. I will do it. And yeah. I will do it with everything that I've got to yeah. serve you. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of sitting on my couch by myself, mm-hmm. trying to figure stuff out yeah. with my Bible going, I feel so incapable of this. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how to lead production. I have, I mean, I can remember mm-hmm. at a church that we started 11 years ago, mm-hmm. you know, with some friends of ours, I can remember being asked to be in charge of production. I didn't I had no clue what that meant. Yeah. And having to trial and error mm-hmm. and make some really big mistakes in front of people and, you know, say, I'm sorry, I don't know what that means in, right. in front of people who knew a lot more than I did. And right. just having, and that's just one example, mm-hmm. uh, but just having to go, okay, God, this is what you've put in front of me and I'm going to give it everything that I've got. Yeah. And that's Heidi now why I truly believe that, and, and you're right, here I am almost 40 years old. And I just feel like I'm hitting my stride yeah. with who I am in Jesus yeah. first. Right. Not even what I'm called to because mm-hmm. I'm called to him. Right. And whatever that is mm-hmm. that he puts in front of me then is what I'm called to. Yeah. You know, is what, I, what is what my purpose is. My yeah. purpose changes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just feel like I'm just starting to, to ramp up into that. And, yeah. and for God to go, okay, now, now you get to do mm-hmm. what you love to do. Yeah. And I would also say, Heather, I think if you're someone that God has allowed you to step into a position or a place and m- maybe you're leading something or you're in charge of something and you're feeling that burden of, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if I have the energy to mm-hmm. persevere through mm-hmm. this. I don't know if I even have the desire mm-hmm. to do this. Mm-hmm. If God's got you there, like you best as well mm-hmm. stay there and do it well. Yeah. And um. Like trust that the God who is faithful is going to see you through this, mm-hmm. and he's in a, he's going to equip you for this time that he's put mm-hmm. you in, and um, it's a lot easier to do it with a happy heart than with mm-hmm. a heart that's full of complaining, right? And um, and and the other thing is, it's most likely that God is not going to open that next door for you yeah. if you're not going to fulfill this one in in a faithful yeah, manner, that's right? In with a heart that is is pure and right. a heart that goes, God, whatever you have, yeah, I I will just yeah. be your faithful that's vessel, right. and I'll do this. And that applies to everything. It doesn't yeah. just mean 
quote unquote ministry it, yeah. inside of a church. It Absolutely. could be your maybe, job, <laughs> your job. It could be in a yeah. classroom somewhere where, yeah. you know, you just, you're just not into that grade that you're teaching, or it could be, um, a babysitting. I've been in a season before, yeah. you know, babysitting someone else's child. And I'm like, ah, yeah. this is not my, pr- I don't want to be doing this. Yeah. It, whatever it is, it applies to everything. Yeah. And I also think, Heather, don't you, that, um, it always starts with Jesus. Yeah. Man, if you are truly putting the time in with Jesus, yep. and I can't tell you, it's not 20 minutes a day. It's not 15 minutes a day. It's not an hour a day. It's it's you just figuring out what is your rhythm with God. If you're putting the time in with Jesus, you are going to be whatever it is that he's called you to be. That's right. Because he's going to give you the grace to walk through it. He's going to give you the confidence. He's going to give you all of the knowledge you need when you need it to be successful in whatever he's called you to. Heather, I loved this. So Beth Moore, yes, um, she's a super too. godly woman yes. in ministry. She's ahead of us in ministry. She's mm-hmm. got adult daughters mm-hmm. and some grandkids. Um, but she posted this on Instagram this morning. She said, we cannot be whole women on half truths. Sisters, study the scriptures. Yes. And, and she's men. got this, and men, yes. She's got this beautiful Southern accent. Mm-hmm. And I can just see her big brown mm-hmm. eyes just telling us how important this mm-hmm. is. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, men, women, like no matter where you're at as student, you know, you you want to walk with Jesus. You want what God wants for you. Mm-hmm. Pick up his word. Yeah. I promise you the path is in his word. Yes. It is there. Yes. Yes. Time and time and time and time again, God has reminded me, you know, as I start to feel like, man, I am just off. It's like, yeah, you're not in my word. Yeah. And we say this. I think almost every episode, but we'll, we'll keep saying it mm-hmm. because it is just so true. You can get everything you need, no matter what you're going through in life, through scripture, yes. through God's word, yeah. every single day that I pick up my Bible. Mm-hmm. And I'm beginning to find, we've, we've had a lot of people ask us questions of like, well, how do you get that desire? Like, because we've said before that to us, you know, it feels like like we need it to live, right. you know, God's word. Right. And we are not perfect by any means. I mean, I can tell you, even just a couple weeks ago, I went almost an entire week without mm-hmm. even picking it up. Yeah. And boy, could I feel it. Yeah. Like my attitude was off. Yeah. My heart was off. I wasn't seeing things from God's perspective. Yeah. And it's because I hadn't been in his word. Yeah. Um, it changes everything. It changes everything. <laughs> it does. And so like, you don't believe us? Try it. Right. Just try it, yeah. you know? Um. But when you are consistently in his word, your spirit craves more of it to yeah. the point where like, I can't wait to get up in the morning to get my Bible. Yeah. Like go, okay, what am I going to hear today? Yeah. And you know, it's, it's, you crave it mm-hmm. just like when you crave chocolate. Yeah. Or lot, your morning you coffee. Know, you know, and yeah. you're like, I've got to have that. It's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Try it. Give it a try. I agree so much. I mean, I do look forward to, even though usually my quiet time with God in the morning is so not quiet because there's three little ones yeah. on and off the couch and mommy, read me this book. And, you know, they're having their juice and their sippy cups and I'm having my coffee, but um, it's so precious. And Heather, I'm just looking out the window and there's literally like this hailstorm. I know. And they look like tiny little marbles b- <laughs> bouncing all over my lawn. It's so cool it's looking. Hailing. Um. God is just raining out. He's like, yes, this is truth. <laughs> yeah, get, in, get in your scripture. Um, so yeah, just, I mean, no matter what you're walking through, pick up God's word. I promise you it will speak to you. And if you need if you need help on knowing how to start or where to start, please message us. You can message us on our Facebook, The H&H Hour. You can message us on Instagram, which mm-hmm. is also The H&H Hour. Mm-hmm. And we will get back to you. I promise you that. I want to say one more thing before we close out today. If you don't have a Bible... Yeah. Will you please reach out to us and yeah. let us know? We would love to get one in your hands. Um, 
It's so important that you have a Bible. A lot of people like to use their phones in the YouVersion app on their on their phones, which is great for some people. I man, give me give me a, the real thing and let me write in it and highlight it yeah. and turn it, turn the pages. Um, there's a really cool resource out there right now that is called She Reads Truth. Mm-hmm. And they have an app and they have a re- they have reading plans and it's a phenomenal way, especially for women, because it's geared towards women to get into the word of God every day and be in a community of people that are that are in the word of God. But they also have, a, it's a little bit newer, um, a Bible. Okay. And it's gorgeous. Yeah. It's really thick. So it's not one that you can throw in your purse, but it is. Unless you carry a really big bag. Unless you have a duffel. <laughs> yes. But it is, it has devotional plans, reading plans. It has maps. Mm -hmm. It really helps you study Mm -hmm. scripture instead of just read it and not understand it. And it is a, it's a, an amazing resource that I would highly recommend for women if they're desiring more of God and being able to study the scriptures. Oh, that's so She reads truth. Okay. And you can probably get that on Amazon. Yep. Anywhere. At Christian bookstores. Yep. Yep. Okay. All over. Cool. Well, guys, thanks for listening. We're so glad that you did. Um, Thanks again to our sponsor, Rosie Boone of Beauty Counter. You can find her link on all of our social media. Um, I just wanted to remind you that Beauty Counter's mission is to get safer products into the hands of everyone. And they really do a great job of helping educate. I love... I love it when someone else has already done the research mm-hmm. and I can just trust the research yep. and not have to reinvent the and wheel. Use the product. So yep. when it works, it works. So thank you, Rosie and Beauty Counter and listeners. We will chat with you next time.